Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, ladies. Welcome. Today, I'm going to teach you how to master boundary setting. And one of the biggest myths I see out there is that people are putting boundaries and expecting other people to maintain them for them. And that is a huge myth. So I'm going to go over the proper steps for you to make sure that you are holding boundaries for yourself. And the reason we have boundaries is because this is how we hold on to our energy and we don't give it all away. We have boundaries to show ourselves self-love. We have boundaries in order to protect ourselves from being walked on by others. And we have boundaries because we teach people how we're willing to be treated. And if we don't have any boundaries, they're going to use and abuse us, right? So when it comes to boundaries, I was thinking about the book, The Giving Tree, the other day by Shel Silverstein, and it's a really sweet book about unconditional love, so much so that my little boys, when I got married to my now husband, they read it at our wedding. And to me, at the time, it really reflected that feeling of unconditional love and giving. So if you remember, the tree was a playground for the little boy. And the boy would come and play in its branches and run around and play tag with the tree. And they were both happy. But as the boy grew older, his needs changed and they couldn't just play together and be happy. The boy needed to make money. So the tree provided apples so that the boy could go sell them and make money. And then the boy would come back and say, but I want a wife and I want children and I want a house for us to live in. And the tree would say, cut down my branches and build yourself a house. And then one day the man was very old and he said, I want to sail away and retire. And the tree said, chop down my trunk and you can build yourself a boat. And so he did. And the man sailed away. And then he comes back many years later and the tree is just this tiny little stump. And the man sat on the stump, you know, with the tree. And so again, they were together and they were happy. But I think about that story and how selfish that boy was and how entitled and how it constantly took and took and took from the tree. And I see a lot of mothers these days be the tree and giving, 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 give without any regard for themselves, right? So I, I love the metaphor that this story has. And I also love this alternate ending that popped popped up in my Facebook feed today. And it was so funny when the boy came to the tree, it's like towards the end of the story, 
And the boy says, I'm too busy to climb trees, and I want a house to keep me warm. I want a wife, and I want children, so I need a house. Can you give me a house? And the tree said, okay, hold up. This is already getting out of hand. (laughs) And this is what we need to be. We need to be this alternate ending where we say, no, enough is enough, and put down a boundary, right? And I'll put the link in the show notes of this little alternate ending so you guys can read it because it's really cute. And it really shows the tree teaching this young man how to be in relation to other people. And this is exactly why we have boundaries is we are teaching people how to be in relation to us so that we can hold our own power and be responsible for getting our own needs met in life. And that is why we have boundaries, so that we do not give away all of our power and give away all of our control. So when it comes to boundaries, I want you to think about how do you respond to other people? For example, do you immediately respond to texts or answer the phone right away for certain people? Or do you feel exhausted after spending time with someone? Or do you ever feel like you are obligated to tell somebody everything and then you feel like it's not okay to have secrets and you overshared? Do you struggle to say no? Do you struggle to make decisions? Does the emotional response of other people make you feel like you need to fix it? Do you do things for other people and then resent them later? Do you feel clear about your own thoughts and feelings or do you adapt to other people's thoughts and feelings when they're around? If you identify with some of these behaviors, it's likely you need to set some boundaries. And boundaries are a skill that needs to be practiced and put into place time and time again. It's like building a muscle, right? So in order to decide where you need some boundaries in your life, I want you to think about what keeps happening over and over again that makes you uncomfortable or exhausted or makes you resentful of somebody like Where do you find in your life you need to set boundaries? Decide that in advance because boundaries are not something that you decide in the spur of the moment because somebody is trying to take advantage of you and ticking you off. Decide what boundaries you want to have in your life in advance. Think them out. Be really thorough. And then I'm going to go over the three-step process of how to set the boundary and how to maintain it. So here it is in three simple steps. Do not skip any of these steps because if you do, it's not a proper boundary. Number one, you have to tell the person that their behavior is not acceptable. Number two, you have to let them know that if they do it again, what consequence you will deliver. And it's really important. I'm going to break all of these down, but you need to give them a consequence. And then number three... If they break that boundary, you must be willing to deliver the consequence. It has to be a rational one related to the situation, and you must be willing to deliver it. So let's break down each of these individual steps. 
Number one, you have to tell the person the behavior is not acceptable. So let's say, for example, your ex is yelling at you. You say, I'm not going to listen to this. If you continue, I will leave. You told him the behavior is not acceptable and you gave him a consequence that you're willing to deliver. That's super important. You must be willing to deliver the consequence. So you're not going to say, if you keep yelling at me, I'm going to hit you with a baseball bat because number one, you'll be arrested and it's just not rational, right? But let's say he's on the phone with you and he's yelling at you. You can say, please stop or I'm going to hang up. And then you just hang up the phone, right? Or if he's right there in front of you, you just turn around and leave. These are completely rational, good consequences for his behavior. And what this does is it helps you maintain your dignity. You're able to walk away feeling like you held on to your power and you didn't like spill it all over him. So let me give you another example. Let's say that your kids are not getting ready for bed on time and they procrastinate and they mess around and they do everything in their power to stay out of bed. What I would do is I would say, okay, I'm setting the timer for five minutes. If you don't have your PJs on and in bed, you're going to lose your bedtime story and you're going to have to go straight to sleep. You told them your expectation, and you gave them a consequence that you are willing to deliver. Now, don't create a gray area around the consequence. They're black and white. If you don't deliver and your kids negotiate, you have failed and your boundary is broken. So be willing to deliver your consequence. And once you do that, your kids will see that you're serious and they're going to start paying attention and shaping up around bedtime. They're going to adhere to the five-minute warning. So here's another example. Let's say you have a friend that likes to drop by and announce at all the worst times. A consequence you could say is, I would appreciate it if you text me to see if it's a good time to drop by. I might be busy. Next time you do this without making sure it's okay in advance, I'm not going to answer the door. Super simple. And this may not apply to you, but if you work from home like I do, and there are people that just love to drop by and ring my doorbell, not to mention the mailman, I just don't answer the door. I don't even have to tell them it's a consequence. I just don't even answer the door. So it's really up to you to maintain your boundaries. Sometimes it's just simple like that. You're keeping it for yourself. When you're home and you're working during the day, you just have your own internal rule of not answering the doorbell. But even something simple like that, you are relieving your stress and you're helping yourself to honor and love yourself. Here's another example. I had a client who had a friend that was late all the time. And she said, I get it that you're busy, but I don't like sitting here alone. If you're more than five minutes late again, I'm going to just start leaving. And this may sound totally harsh, but it only takes a tiny bit of planning on somebody else's part to be on time. And if your friend is chronically doing this to you, they're not respecting you. We teach people how we're willing to be treated based on what we tolerate. And if you draw this boundary, you're telling your friend that you deserve better. And I bet you they will probably agree. 
Now, we set boundaries in order to create a strong, empowering sense of self, and it's how we enforce and permit our own thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. This self-awareness is how you create your own unique experience in life. Boundaries will also enforce how you're willing to be treated. And some people are not willing to say no to others, and they will do for others before they even do for themselves. So they tolerate bad behavior. They tolerate bullying behavior. But for those who have strong boundaries, they have a strong sense of self and are willing to walk away from people that don't support them in a kind, loving way. Boundaries makes us better people. They make us better partners. They make us better parents because we are caring for ourselves and we are having limits. When you have strong boundaries, you no longer feel obligated to say yes and put everybody else before you. When you have strong boundaries, you don't worry about what other people think because we're not out to people please and put others above ourselves. When we put ourselves first, it's not being selfish, but it's out of self-love and self-care. And I really do go into this concept that selfish is sexy in episode 14. You might want to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But I really do define selfish as being healthy for you as long as you're not doing it to the detriment of other people. And boundaries allow us to create the life that we want for ourselves as empowered beings that have the ability to create that and to create the outcomes that we want in life without people disrespecting us and manipulating us every step of the way. With strong boundaries, we are 100% in control. We are in the driver's seat of our lives, and this is absolutely how we create self-trust with ourselves showing ourselves that I have my own back and I can truly trust myself to do what is absolutely best for me. So once again, real quick, the three-part steps to setting a boundary is tell the person their behavior is not acceptable. Number two, let them know that if they do it again, what consequence you're willing to deliver. And number three, deliver the consequence. And again, it must be rational and you must deliver it. One of the reasons I teach boundaries in my coaching with women is because I'm teaching them how to truly develop trust for themselves and truly honor their own desires so that they can make more empowered decisions and have more empowered results in their lives. Boundaries is just one small step in that entire process of building your own self-security and self-trust. All right, ladies, that's it for today. I hope this was super helpful. I know it was when I learned how to set a boundary and how powerful I felt the first time I did it. So I hope you guys get to experience that, and I hope it encourages you to set more boundaries and really, really grow that power that you get to hold by being in control of your life. See you next time. 
Hey Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? Then go watch my free training. You're going to learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.